Hey guys, it's Dusty here. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. This is episode 61. Uh, sorry about the audio. Like I, uh, I'll say it again. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I'm winging it. I'm trying to figure shit out. Uh, I'm fucking 41 and I'm half retarded. So appreciate you motherfucker. Uh, appreciate everybody fucking with me. This is episode 61. I hope the audio is good. I listened to it. Should be good. Enjoy the show. Uh, and if you want to show some love, share a link. I don't get paid, so that's the pay. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy uh, you guys listening. Share a link. Piss off your neighbors. Turn it up, preferably in a residential district. Loud as shit. Enjoy the show. Oh, yeah. As your attorney, I advise you to rent a very fast car with no top. Mm-hmm. And you'll need the cocaine. Where the fuck... I got Tyson Fury. I don't know if you guys seen this shit. And then I got to talk about fucking uh, ad, whatever the fuck, uh, ad, adsa. Am I saying that right? Ad, ad, no, ad Astra. But, I mean, where does Tyson Fury get off not working out? I mean, who, who the fuck, when did they start making... This it's like this uh, body size that looks like a fucking. You know, I used to think that like Nick Diaz would would purposely look chubby or just not ripped as one usually does. You know, like because usually these guys get in a fucking MMA like when it's like a UFC. You know, number. These dudes are always Jack Diesel. They look like fucking, you know, Greek gods or, you know, I guess, uh, you know, black midnight African gods or whatever the, for the, for the black fellas there. But it's like, I mean, you look at Dante Wilder, which, by the way, I don't know if anybody's seen the meme of Dante Wilder, which... Is saying he's going, uh, he's going to this fucking day, to this day. And I used to go, I seen it before on Instagram. I seen it before, and I and I and I and I and I. Some of those memes are just anybody, you know. But that's fucking uh, Dante Wilder. And then you know this dude. I mean, there's not an ounce of fucking fat. On this guy, that's I'm just saying, looks wise, you know. And for some reason, with Tyson Fury, I don't hear the uh, the Great White Hope thing they always do. They always say Great White Hope when it when it's like a white guy uh, that makes it like uh, what was his name, Tommy? Oh man, Tommy Guns, Tommy, Tommy Guns, right? He got AIDS. Oh, God. Tommy. Who the fuck was that? Tommy. Was it Tommy Guns? Am I saying that? Or. Tommy. Tommy Guns? Am I fucking retarded? 
This is a fucking rapper. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is not his fucking name, dude. What the fuck? Tommy fucking, um... Tommy White. Oh, I'm Googling this shit. Tommy White. Boxer. <laughs> what is this fucking... <laughs> what is wrong with me? Tommy... Oh, not Tommy White. Oh, there's a real Tommy White. Come to find out, there's a real Tommy White. Uh, damn, he had 59 KOs. Shit. Old black and white picture. This dude was fighting. Oh my gosh. You guys gotta look this shit up. Tommy White looks like the fucking meth head that is always bumming change on the corner. Jesus, who the fuck was he, man? These dudes were malnutritioned like a motherfucker back then. What is it? What the fuckery? Oh, Tommy Morrison. There you go. Oh, shit, he's dead. I didn't even know that. The Great White Hope is dead. Radio killed the Great White Hope star. AIDS done killed the great white hope star. <laughs> oh, well, hot damn. Anywho. Yeah, you see, uh, and then you look over at our old, um, you know, Tyson Fury. And I mean, he, he's, he's loose. Uh, in the midsection, you know, he's a big dude, you know, I wouldn't, you know what I mean, I'm not starting shit with him, I mean, the guy's a big fucker, he's a big old fucker, you know, great story, you know, he loved the story, you know, suicidal, you know, quit boxing, had depression, drug problem, he's telling a story, you know, I was listening to his stories talking about, uh, he got into a Ferrari, which, you know, the guy's like six fucking nine, you know, it's like, uh, I know they make him special. He said it was a regular one. Oh, I caught it on. I, uh, Mike Tyson has a podcast called, uh, smoking with Mike or some shit. Hot boxing with Mike, you know, I wish they would, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching a piece of it and he's talking about that, uh, you know, he got in a, he got in a Ferrari and drove like 190 and he was going to crash into a fucking, br uh, like a wall or drive off a bridge. And he said he heard a real voice tell him to, tell him to knock it off. Hey, knock it off. Knock it off. Quit being a bitch. Knock it off. Suck it up. You know? And I mean, I've been depressed, dude. You know, a lot of, a lot of us have. So, uh, you know, it, it, it makes you more, uh, you know, if you, you more, the word isn't humane. Humility, you know, I'm not good with uh, big words. I try not to use them, but uh, I think I might be using that right. It shows, you know, it shows like a you know a human side to you. You're not just like, uh, and that's why everybody loves Mike Tyson even more to to this day. To this day, they love him more. Like if you you didn't think you could, and he, he Mike Tyson even turned people around that were scared of him, hated him, went after his career was over, you know, it says a lot, you know, about humility, you know, and like people seeing, uh, 
Because, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Mike's in there fucking, I mean, just murdering people. I mean, that's what he does. It's not like, and then every time they saw him, he was talking about eating, eating your kids, you know, or fucking, you know, what he tell, uh, I forget who he told he was going to, he was going to shove their, his, his nose bone into your brain. And then we were kids and we heard that. And that's all we ever started saying. We used to say that all the time. We were like, dude, you want some? I'll fucking hit you so hard. I'll hit you so hard. I'll put your nose bone through your brain and kills you. You know, but he's, uh, you know, it's more, it's more humility that you, you know, you have, uh, depression. It's a weakness, right? It, I mean, when you, when Mike was fighting, he was indestructible. I mean, I'm sure there were people that were rooting. He even caught that when he caught the, um, which everybody knew you didn't even really have to be a fan of Mike to see through the, uh, the rape, the rape charge. Um, that he caught. I mean, I was young, and I was, I, but I I remember, you know, people feeling a certain way, and you know, and and most of us too. Like I fuck with celebrities, dude. I I feel like it might not be right, you know, but it is what it is. Sometimes you gotta you gotta mock them. You gotta mock them. You know, and I and. uh yeah, I, I would, and and you didn't make fun of Mike, anyway, you know back then. <laughs> I mean, today I I wouldn't. I would. I'd make fun of Mike. I'd make fun of Mike Tyson. I just wouldn't want to fucking. I wouldn't do it in front of him. Obviously, I mean, Mike still got a fucking. I'm sure he'd shatter, shatter my fucking jaw, you know. And I don't feel like uh sucking. You know, everything through a blender for the next, you know, six months or four months. Thank God I never broke my jaw, you know, but, uh, I did break, I did dis- dislocate my ankle one time and, uh, it turned and was pointing. <laughs> it looked like, it looked like some. it looks like, uh, it looked like somebody was asking me directions and I, uh, was just telling them with my foot, which way to go. It was just pointing like towards Albuquerque. It was like my leg was fucking straight, like you're laying down and your foot should be going up, but it was making a fucking, <laughs> it was making a right. It was making a right to Albuquerque. And, uh, so, I mean, I know what it feels like to be in a wheelchair and I, and I still, you know, I was in that motherfucker. It was the worst. Shout out to my peoples in wheelchairs, dude. I know how it is. All right. Your boy, I'm not doing like a, uh, I know what it feels like to be black because I'm 1%. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is, is that I was in that motherfucking wheelchair for, it seemed like ever. I was, when you're a kid, it's especially long because you don't enjoy it. You don't have the, the wisdom or the patience to just let, you know, I mean, it was fun not going to school for like the first, you know, month or whatever maybe even two, but then you're like, all right, this shit's getting old. This is going on, you know what I mean? Nine fucking months. And it'd be different if I could get up and take a shit. You couldn't, I couldn't even take a shit. I couldn't even take a shit. Like I literally had a, and then we lived in an apartment that wasn't wheelchair ready. Like the hallways weren't wide enough for a wheelchair. So 
and I mean I've told this I've told this before, but I had to I had to shit in a cat box. <laughs> that ain't right. You know what I mean? I mean, and it, it just smells worse when you take a shit in a cat. It's like it's that water. You have no idea what water does for the shit. Just imagine if nobody's ever shit in a cat box or just shit anywhere except a toilet. Why don't you try it sometimes? And then you'll never tell your girl. If your girl's complaining, be like, listen, you know, you want me to shit? I'll shit outside. I'll shit right on the floor, on a hardwood floor, and just let it marinate. I mean, because it's the smell that that water encapsulates and helps is, is tremendous. There's nothing, there's nothing more than the fuck. I mean, it's ungodly. The stank that, you know, I mean, I guess you could, you, you, it's kind of like a dog when a dog shits in the house, like on, on, uh, it just saturates the house with the shit stank. If you ever had a, uh, you know, a puppy running around trying to break that son of a bitch, like I'm, you know, it's like, uh, you know, and it might, sorry. You know, but it's like Tyson. Tyson Fury is uh, what she said that Mike Tyson was his favorite fighter, or his dad's favorite fighter. So that's why he, his name's Tyson, because that was his, you know. I mean, you kind of figured, right? I mean, not a lot of people. I mean, I guess there are white people named Tyson. I heard that name before, and uh, when I was younger, and those kids were too. They were too young to be, uh, I don't know who was Tyson before Mike Tyson. I'm sure there was somebody before him. Yeah. wonder what the most popular name. Let's see what the most, the most, uh, popular, the popular, most popular names are. Names. Let's see the most most popular names, 2019. I think, I would guess, oh, this isn't in, get the, f- Harry and Megan? Wait, what is this, dude? These are corny. No offense if your name's Harry or fucking Megan, but Jesus. And it pumped the brakes. I would never name my poor kid Harry. Prince Harry? Megan? Is that from Megan Fox? You know Megan Fox probably thinks that's... Of course the of course the most popular name is mine. Yeah, that's because we watched Transformers and we all fucking pulled one out to you, sister. I want to see what the most... I know I looked it up a little while back and it was Muhammad. But you figure there's like a billion... Uh, Muslim, so, you know, that'd be like, I wonder how many people name their kid Jesus, probably mostly in Spain, huh, let's see, but anyway, I just wanted to uh, look that up real quick, I was kind of curious, but fucking, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's just interesting that he's so, he, he doesn't look defined, you know, I mean, he's a big swole dude, but that's kind of like, if, when I was in shape, when I was, which was a fucking forever and a day ago, 
before I was fucking, you know, decided to hurt everything on me, you know, fucking for, and I, listen, let's, let's, if we're just being honest and we're totally, uh, tra- what do they, what do the politicians say? Transparency. <laughs> My fat ass could be doing a little bit more, uh, but some days I can't do anything, you know, just being that it's fucking disabled. I'm not going to cry about it. It is what it is. You know, I broke off. I mean, there's days where I fucking, I'm crying. It's, I mean, like, I'm literally got tears in my eyes from the pain, you know? Thank God for the fucking medication and weed, you know, which is all medication, I guess. You know, thank God the weed's gotten better. Uh, it helps tremendously. I don't know what I'd do without it, you know? I don't think a lot of us, what would we do without it? You know, and then I think, what if they just fucking got rid of weed altogether? They tried. You know, when I was a kid, I go, they can't do that, right? Because it's a seed. But bullshit. What if this is a whole fucking government conspiracy? This whole legalization to get all the weed turned into clones. Because if you notice, if you know anything about the weed business, most of them are done with cloning. Where they just clone, you know, they take a a slice off a, a good plant, the mother plant. And then you don't even get seeds. So, I mean, I guess it would just set everything back. You know what I mean? It would just set the weed back in, you know, like, because they would, you if, if they, let's say they get nothing but clones, and everybody's using clones, so less seeds, less seeds, less seeds, no seeds, then they would just have to go back to, like, rural, you know, weed that still grows, you know, wild, and just have to re repopulate the uh the weed with it you know that's what i'm thinking but to, for my government for my conspiracy motherfucker, i'm always thinking shit like that i'm always like well maybe they're trying to do this the government's up to no good they're trying to get us they're trying to take our motherfucking weed nigga what oh i talk about the light them up So, uh, ad, adza, am I saying that right? It's with, uh, it's with Brad Pitt, you know, you love him, you know him, you love him. Brad Pitt, let's be honest, we'd, we'd all fuck Brad Pitt, you know, if I was going full-blown gazes, dude, I'd be pulling him out to Brad, I'd be pulling him out to Bradley so much. You know, I'd be, all my man sauce would be gone, jerking it to Bradley Pitt. I mean, Brad Pitt is a stunning, a stunning creature. Uh, if you're a fucking homo, you know, which last time I checked, I still, I've been jerking off the weird shit lately, you know? I mean, I still got full, full, full balls, full testosterone, you know? Uh, Brad got to fuck Angelina Jolie, and I don't find her attractive at all. I just don't. But I guess you gotta pick from that fucking Hollywood cesspool. You can't just go, you know, robbing the high school proms in uh, Wyoming, because you know there's some dying pieces in fucking Wyoming, man, that you could just... Not that Brad Pitt needs to go there, but it's like... I'd be going there to get my, my ditzy broads. You know, go to Oklahoma, you know, stay away from the big towns, go to the Midwest, maybe even 
see what's cracking and maybe not North, maybe North Dakota has some fucking, some bad broads out there that you just get them to sign, you know, they got to sign their life away on the, on the dotted line, you know, no, no lawsuit, no nothing, uh, have an abortion clause where they have to fucking, you know, murder, murder the young Brad Pitt growing in their belly if you, if you pop off because you know you're going raw dog. What's the point of going to Wyoming if you can't go raw dog? But this movie is called Ad, yeah, Ad Astra, which is, it has some meaning because right when it, right when the movie starts up, they they have this part that says uh, has this corny corny line, and then it says, uh, "Look to the stars," which I thought was like a Hollywood uh, witchcraft. And I'm sure if I popped up YouTube, there'd be a bunch of conspiracy videos that say "Ads Adza" is really about this. It's really about Hollywood's approval of pedos in space and uh you got and it's a fucking weird movie it's not as weird as that uh, matthew mcconaughey one where he gets trapped behind the fucking wall uh forget that name that was a fucking about a uh, i mean I'll, you know i liked the first half i didn't like the whole i mean there's a couple good parts in that one too we're fucking matt or uh matt matt dillon i always want to call him matt dillon Matt, who the fuck is the dude that played um, the little short fucker in in Decepticons or Departed? In Departed, Matt. The fuck is his name, dude? I got a good thing. I got fucking Google. Matt Damon. Matt fucking Damon. How tall is that cocksucker? He looks like he's fucking five. Oh, he says he's five ten. Oh, he fucking towers over Mark Wahlberg. I'll tell us Marky Mark and the fucking funky-ass old bunch. Mark. Mark Wahlberg. He's got to be 5'6". Five, 5'7". Five, five, oh, shit. He's a he's a white trash piece of shit. Shout out to my my fellow white white trash pieces of shit. You know? He caught a fucking... Uh, he caught a fucking a hate crime charge before they were hate crimes. <laughs> I remember reading a story where he was like throwing rocks at Chinese, telling them fucking calling them chanks and chanks and fucking go build a railroad and fucking all types of fucking Marky Mark and the and the funky hate group bunch. <laughs> this fucking dude. God damn it. I gotta fucking pause to go rape my dog. I gotta go beat this dog. I'm not gonna beat the dog, I'm just saying I gotta go fuck I gotta hold on. Alright, the fucker, he's out there. That puppy's out there. Nardo just fucking wants to fight the world. He's like, who wants it? Who wants it? I'll jump off this fucking patio. Puppy suicide. Fucking el elbow drop somebody. Like Jimmy Fly Snooker. And, uh, yeah, he fucking, I'm cooking a whole chicken. You know, he gave us a whole bunch of whole chickens at the, at the, uh, at the, uh, the food bank, you know, my poor ass, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, uh, podcast in itself, and, uh, I'm not gonna get into that right now, but he's, a. Uh... 
thing is, is that Brad, so old Brad Pitsky, is he, he, his dad's the greatest astronaut that ever walked the face of Earth, Tommy Lee Jones. All right, he leaves for a space mission when he's when when Brad Pitt, his son, is sixteen. He's supposed to go look for some shit and then come back. There's no aliens involved. They're looking for, you know, it's pretty, as far as that's concerned, there's no aliens in it. So, but he's going to look for intelligent life forms. So he, he hops in the old NASA rocket space command, it's called, and he takes off and he leaves Brad Pitt like a fucking lost dog. He never comes back. <laughs> Isn't that like the ultimate fucking story? Of my dad left to get cigarettes and never came back. My dad left to get cigarettes and, you know, he never came back. What's your dad? He fucking left to go to, you know, he just left to leave the fucking universe and never came back. At least you got that. At least Brad can hang on to that, you know. But so his dad leaves and jacks the rocket. He fucking jacks the rocket. Tommy Lee Jones, Brad Pitt's dad, is supposed to be like Buzz Aldrin's homie. And never comes back. He fucking jacks it and just tells NASA to go fuck themselves. Hey, uh, Houston, we got a problem. Uh, fucking Tommy Lee Jones ain't coming back. <laughs> he just ain't coming. What do you mean he ain't coming back? How the fuck do you live out in space for 16 years? I, I, I mean, I guess they, maybe I missed the part that they said they packed that much air on the motherfucker. I mean, how the fuck do you pack 16, 16 years worth of air? Or, I mean, maybe I'm not smart enough to understand. I'm sure there's somebody listening going, oh, man, they got this fucking technology and that technology. That, I mean, yeah, they can just fucking make air. It's like maybe I missed that part. Last time I checked, you had to fucking come back to Earth and check back in occasionally. You couldn't just fucking leave. And you're just, you know, you're just forever just floating around just like, yeah, you know what? We're not coming back today or tomorrow, you know, or this decade. We're shooting for a fucking... You know, maybe the turn of next century. So, but they they believe, he doesn't, nobody says anything like that. He just is, is supposed to be that he, he died, but they don't, that's what they tell everybody on earth, right? That he died and uh, so he's dead. So Brad doesn't know that he, you know, he really just jacked the fucking rocket, you know, when some shit popped off. And uh, when they were they were out by like Neptune and the crew, you know, they, they were past like Pluto. They were out there past all the planets. And the crew said, oh, what? Oh, what's that? I think this is too far. How about we turn this bitch around, Tommy Lee? And Tommy Lee said, oh, hell no. We are not turning this. We are not turning this bitch around. We're staying out here. And we're completing this fucking mission, you fucking pansies. Suck it up. Tommy Lee's out there, mid-space, dude. He's just out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Black holes everywhere. Maybe aliens. All types of fucking craziness. No sound. Which I had to look up. I had to look up, is there uh, sound in space? There isn't. There's no sound. Because I kept going, man, this movie's kind of quiet. You know, they made it kind of quiet. It's supposed to be, it's a drama. It is not an action. It's a slow-paced drama. <clears throat> there is a few cool, cool things in it, 
And uh, how loud is it when you're spanking it? This is another thing I had to look up then was, well, what happens if you fart in space? And it did have an answer. Google had an answer. It said that although farts are not dangerous here on Earth and laughable and funny and smell for a second or two and then they dissipate, unless you've been drinking Natty Ice and eating Del Taco, uh, then you shall not fart in space because it would be, uh, then it would be flammable and you might blow up the whole situation. I had to look that up. Also had to look up what happens if you cry in space? You know, we're, I don't, is that normal? I mean, people got to be crying in space, dude. I mean, you have to get emotional just thinking about that, thinking about leaving the planet. Then you see earth. You see earth. First of all, we're all on earth. We'll never see earth. We'll never see it from outer space. 99.9% of us. Yeah, we see pictures and shit, but you'll never experience what it's like to be, to turn around. You fucking turn around. Every time I turn around and see the earth, the fucking from a million miles away, I get a little bit lonely when I see that fucking look in your eye. Turn around. I mean, you'd have to cry. I mean, I would. After you you see it and you're like, oh, wow, it's so glorious. And then you'd, you'd, then you'd fucking be like, holy shit. This is sad, bro. Lonely. The sound alone of not of the of the sounds that you don't even realize because we live in cities. Most of us, the regular sounds of wind and trees and barking and fucking trucks, garbage trucks, you know, regular your regular sounds that you would not get. That would that does something to us that doesn't it's we start to function. You function different. And how do you you know, you I guess you understand why they put these astronauts so these so called astronauts through all this. If there's those uh people that believe that NASA, you know, never went to the moon and never even, you know never even went to space. I'm I'm not really, I'm not one of them, you know, I, I'm open to it, but I really, you know, for the most part, I'm like, eh, who gives a shit? I mean, I'm sure we probably did. I don't know if we went to the moon, that one. I don't know. Maybe though. Who knows? Who gives a shit? I mean, the government lies to us. What do you want from me? Uh, but the the guy, he, he's, uh, you're, you, 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 if you cry, in in outer space it doesn't work you you cannot cry it just doesn't work the gra- it, it's something to do with gravity you know i get why well, it didn't say that your tears would be <laughs> the tears weren't going oh damn the train's coming by pause for fucking station identification hey everybody so you know I've been home. I've been home a lot with my boy. Uh, with the he's got the rabdo. He's got the rabdo. Uh, to uh, oh, I just want to say th- uh, appreciate everybody. You know, listening. Uh, there's a lot of good people, and let me tell you, if everybody was as good as you, motherfuckers, if everybody, I, I look, it's beautiful. I appreciate it. I love my fucking folks that listen to the podcast. 
you know, I appreciate it, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing, I, I love it, so I just wanted to say that real quick before I got into this, uh, you know, so I'm at home with my, uh, my son, you know, I'm taking care of him, he's got the, he's got the rhabdomyolysis, you know, so we've been, I try to get him out of his room, you know, because although he's on crutches, um, and he has to keep his leg up, like, all the time, you can't, it's not like when you break your leg and you can crutch it around, um, he's in pain as soon as his foot goes down, and it's really weird, you know, but so, you know, God, you know, I hope it fucking heals up here soon, man, it's going on a month, almost a month now, and it's like, you know, so I, I, uh, I try to get him out of his room to, you know, I gotta, I mean, I gotta wait on him, and I don't mind, I don't, you know, well, I mean, it gets to me, no, I mean, it's like, a thank you goes a long way, you know, and, um, sometimes I don't feel appreciated, let's just say, and, uh, it is what it is, all you, listen, you can't just, what are you gonna do, I just hope that when I'm shitting my pants and I get older, uh, maybe he'll take care of me, but probably not, so, maybe he will, I don't fucking know, anyway, so I was, uh, probably not, dude, probably kick me, push me down, I always tell him I'm gonna kick his crutches out from underneath him, you know, if he, uh, starts, to, you know, because we joke with each other, you know, um, I don't know if it's healthy or not, it fucking helps, that's all I know. If there was a psychiatrist in the house, he'd probably say, uh, yeah, you guys are both insane. And put me on fucking a steady dose of lithium and whatever else he's got. Probably have me mainline at Prozac. So, um, probably both of us. You know, um... I don't like them. Well, you know what? When you're, it's weird, man, having to put your kid on, um, you know, depressants, antidepressants, because it's like, for all I, listen, I, I still believe that the side effect of one of the pills that they put him on did that to his leg. I'm, I'm, nobody can tell me. And I mean, they have no better uh, idea than I do, you know. And that was the only thing new introduced to to his body. And rhabdo is supposed to be reserved for people on, um, you know, running marathons and shit. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's the it was the ga uh, gabapentin, which I used to take. You know, I think I think that's what did it. You know. And it's sad when you see it, you know, when you see, I mean, my aunt told, you know, my aunt's been taking Prozac for like 20 fucking years. And, uh, it's not gabapentin though. You know, gabapentin is for like nerve pain, but then they prescribed it to, <coughs> you know how they do. You know, they start getting creative 
and they start double stacking and doing this and doing that. And when you're in your time of need is when people are most susceptible to, you know, letting doctors, they forget that doctors have other agendas other than getting you well. You know, they get paid. A lot of the times they get extra uh, kickbacks and whatnot from, you know, pushing uh, prescriptions. I mean, it's nothing new. It's just, and I know this, and I've never been in a situation where, um, you know, where you're you're so concerned about maybe losing your son. And you've you've tried everything you can do over a year, more more than a year, and you're like, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to take my son to the um, professionals, you know, because he's showing signs of it might lead to suicide, and so you're like, okay. You know, I'm going to, but you're so, you're so scared that you're going to lose your, your son that you're at that point, And this is the scary part is that you'll try anything. Like you'll literally try anything, you know, within, and, and that's, you know, it's not like they brought in a uh, lipotomy thing, but they got this little pill and they're like, you know. Uh, this many people get prescribed it and blah, blah, blah. And it does, it works on this many people. And you're like, oh, okay, you know, let's give it a shot. But then they, you know, it has side effects. And not just the Prozac of, you know, if you read the long list of kidney failure, this failure, that failure, you're like, God damn, you know? Is it fucking worth it? Well, I mean, I, we don't... And then it takes 30 days for the shit to work. So you're like, what the... You know, what What are you to do? What are you going to do? You're going to... you going to... You either roll the dice or you, you... Okay, there's option, I guess, C. And this is what people that don't have kids or uh, maybe had extreme amount of money or maybe they're just... I'm sure there's 1% of the people that they just don't mess with Western medicine and they're, you know, and they have, they were brought up different, you know, maybe they fly them for some, you know, earthly healing or, you know, something like that. But the other options are, you know, you get the prescriptions that they prescribe, which is Prozac or uh, other antidepressants, you know, uh, lithium or something like that. And then, or, and or uh, counseling, you know, psych, psychiatric help, you know. So they got you, they got you, and then, well, you get, what are you going to do? Or you can just write it out, right? That's the other option, is you go, okay, we're just going to continue on with, like, some counseling and uh, some psychiatry, and, you know, hopefully he doesn't kill himself, you know. Or self-medicate because he just wants to feel better. So, you know, it's, a, it's, you come to, 
most most of us only see doctors when it's like life threatening for the most part, unless you have some kind of ongoing, you know, disease I, in your family or condition or I have to, I have to see a doctor every month for my back. So it's like, you know, but I was already a grown ass man when I had to start doing that. It wasn't, you know, when I was a kid, I only went when I broke something, uh, or, you know, I guess maybe when I was sick, but very, very few, it's very few. You don't just go, uh, like that. So it's like, I don't know what they, it, I'm, you know, of course they know this and they, and they, they give you extra medicines and they should, they, they write, they write, um, you know, they wrote this, they wrote the, uh, Prozac for, um, depression. Then they, then they wrote, um, gabapentin. They said that it was for uh, weed withdrawals and other, um, the way I looked at it was like it was taking the edge off in a way. And I was like, you know, I don't know, but I guess, you know, I mean, I guess because you're just like not thinking as clearly as like I am now. I mean you don't think like how those pills are drying out his organs and they're, 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 um, you know, those, those pills dry your body out so bad. I take, I take morphine. I take, um, lisinopril. I take Lyrica and it dries you out, man. It dries you out. I mean, you're fucking dry and you're like, uh, you know, you gotta constantly drink aqua. I mean, you gotta drink six of them bitches a day. You have to. It, it, it just, you'll feel like shit. You can, like, feel it. Just, like, coagulating. Anyway. American Jesus here for Uncle Does Comedy, and if you like not praying to a motherfucker that you can't understand, pray to American Jesus. Hot dog, I'm here for you, boy, 24-7. You want me to come down and crack that fucking beer can over your brother's head because he was stealing your goddamn rims off your freshly fucking washed Ford fucking 1750. I'm coming out guns blazing. You just pray to old American Jesus. I'll come down and hit you with a good old teener of that good methamphetamine. Get you right for the weekend and go camping with the boys. American Jesus. Man. Morgan fucking Spurlock. I fucking love this dude. I fuck with him heavy. You know, uh, like the kids say, it's like, uh, I was weird, you know, me, how you, how's everybody doing? Me and my boy, uh, we've been watching movies a lot. You know, I try to watch like one a day with him, you know, being that he's, uh, he's still healing from the, uh, rhabdo, the rhabdo, uh, myalysis there. And, um, appreciate everybody, all the kind of words and all that good stuff, man. I, that's solid. That's big. That's a big deal. And um, 
So, you know, I try to find them and I try to find ones that we both can watch, you know, obviously, because like sometimes I'm just looking and I'll just hit one just like not even thinking about it. And then I'm, I'm like, and then he's on his phone the whole time, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he won't say anything. He won't say like this movie sucks or like what the fuck is it or like he won't say anything. It's just how he is. He'll just fucking just start going on the phone i'm like that's no fun because we can't make fun of it together or even trash it you know like just trash the shit out of a movie together or something that like you bond you bond over this badass movie if it's bad or if it's good or you cry together or whatever so we watched super size me 2 right and it's it's morgan Morgan Spurlock, the guy that did uh, Super, well, Super Size Me 1, obviously, right? I'm a fucking genius. Uh, that's probably the only thing I know him from. And it was it was great, right? He goes and eats at McDonald's every day for 30 days. If they ask him to supersize it, he has to say yes. And he has to eat at least everything on the menu. Let me light this cig real quick. Excuse me. Excuse the cancer. You guys are probably getting cancer to the phone. I'm surprised they haven't found a way to say that uh, smoking is transmittable through the phone, so that uh, make it illegal for people to smoke and uh, broadcast at the same time. It definitely be California will be the first to that punch. They'll beat everybody to the punch on that one, just like anything else. Uh, I mean, California beat the beat everybody to the punch of making giving AIDS on purpose a misdemeanor from a felony. <laughs> They're first in innovation, dude. They're first in innovation. Oh, God. Save me. Save me from California. These fuck. Anyway, so. So we're, uh, you know, Supersize Me too. It's called Holy Chicken. Holy Chicken? Holy Cow. Holy Cow. And, uh, you know, you're like, oh, it's just going to be him doing uh, chicken, you know? But it's him. He's going through. He starts out by going to. Uh, he wants to open a fast food restaurant and make it, make it really fresh, make it really, uh, you know, as organic. You know, all the jokes that I do about non-organic, organic. You know, farm fresh, fucking, uh, what is it? Free range. All these things. He wants to make them. Everything he can, every everything that you can get by the USDA or is it USDA the passes? I think the passes those out. Yeah, you have to get the permission from the USDA to use these terms on your farm-raised chicken. And not only does he want to open fast food, I think it's in, I believe it was in Ohio, is where he's open. He opened it at. So he buys the building, you know, and then he goes a step further and he's going to raise his own chickens, right? He's going to raise his own chickens. So he's going through the whole process, man. This guy's fucking calling. Uh, well, first he goes to marketing me- meetings with these marketers that that have uh, went to McDonald's, and you know, all of a sudden, you know how everybody went like if you noticed everything when it went green, when everybody was kind of being tricked into, you know, uh, it's not deep fried anymore. It's uh, crispy. It's not like a fried sandwich, a fried chicken sandwich. It's crispy chicken sandwich, right? And it's like nothing was changed, but the word, the word was uh, changed. 
And it makes you feel, uh, you want to feel happy when you're gorging, right? When you're eating out, you want to be able to feel like, uh, you know, you don't want to feel like a shit bag. You want to feel good about spending that 10 bucks and, uh, you know, jamming that fucker in your face shot, which we all do, dude. I love the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let's be honest. I was making fun of it forever until I tried the motherfucker extra Louisiana hot sauce on that son of a bitch. Jesus, they're fucking good, dude. I see what I was like, man, no wonder people getting stabbed in line. I could like almost see it. I was like, man, if I was starving, I was sitting in line and I hadn't ate breakfast, you know, sitting there drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes. And there's like a hundred people outside Popeye's chicken. Somebody might get got. (laughs) I might just have to, you know what I mean? I see somebody cut in line, you know, somebody's giving, even if somebody's giving them Chinese cuts, dude, I wouldn't play that shit. I'll get my shank ready, dude. I, I stay with the shank. You know what I mean? I'm like American me. And uh, so it's like, so boom, he's call, he's he's going to his marketing meetings. You know, they're they're asking him what he wants to do. Most people, are, they're like blown away, right? Because they're like, well, you know, you because they all know who he is because that movie was so huge. Everybody knew what it was, Super Size Me. The guy almost died on camera eating McDonald's. He was going to the doctor, uh, getting checkups. They're like, yeah, dude, you're going to fucking die. You're eating McDonald's every day, three times a day. Jesus. You know, <laughs> your fucking gut's going to blow. Your heart's going to blow. Your toes are going to fall off from diabetes, the diabetes. You know, you got to chill out, dude. So everybody knows him. So he's going to these meetings. And he's asking them how to market it, and they're they're basically they're he's getting them to to say, and it's not undercover, you know. They're they're open about it. They're like, this is what we say to, uh, you know, you can say trick the public, you know. It, it's like, you know, it's like they do everything except, uh, you know, they'll bend the truth. They'll use words as spells in a way if you want to say you know like Owen Benjamin says right they they, and it is it's like it's just worded nothing has changed you know they they uh they except what they started adding salads to everything so so he's getting everything this is all coming out and he's getting uh he he wants to raise his own chicken so then he has to call around and find people that uh, where, cause he can't, he's not going to buy a whole farm and, and build fucking warehouse space to, to raise what, uh, 10,000 chickens or how, you know, however many he needed. So he has to, and, and he starts calling around and they're fucking, they're like shutting him down. Uh, you know, they're like, once they, they ask his name and he tells them the name and it's like, who? And like Morgan Spurlock, I'd like to get he he called the bank and asked for a loan. He was asking for a loan. Um and the guy said he called back. And he never did. And later on, he sent a letter out from like the chicken foundation. It's like the lobbyists. So he's got lobbyists all over him. It's fucking insane. You know? <clears throat> I think everybody should watch it. It's pretty uh I mean we all know what it is. I mean, I, I, I understand that it's fucking poison. I try not to eat it when I can, you know, but it's like, it's regularly everybody eats out once a week. 
We'll grab a dollar uh, Del Taco burrito and jam it in my face. You know, I think we all grab a dollar something if you're, you can't make it home. It's just bad when it becomes an everyday thing, you know. Not that once a week is so good, but it's like, you know, most of us are going to die a horrible death anyway. It's like, at least let me enjoy this fucking, you know, small piece of fucking goodness. <laughs> you know. I don't want to go home and 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 uh, I gotta thaw out the chicken. I forgot to thaw out the chicken, you know. I forgot to you know thaw anything out to make a burger or anything, you know. Let me eat top ramen. Is that much better than a a quarter pounder? I mean, if you look at the nutrition value and all that shit, the calories are about the same. You know, it's like the same. So it's like you know, you just gotta think ahead. But it's like uh, he he's he's calling around. He he finally. All these people are working in cahoots, man. Big chicken. Like Big Pharma. There's Big Pharma. There's a big chicken. And they control. There's like five companies like Tyson, Purdue, uh, Pilgrims, and like, oh, what is that other one? Foster's? There's like five of them that control all the chickens. Because it's a certain chicken that we all eat. There's a certain breed, you know. And, And I wasn't up on chicken game. And I don't think any of us are unless, you know, you're, you, you, you're on a farm and you're in the know, right? There's like a certain chicken that they all use that's been bred genetically over time to make the cycle of life six months. To go from cracking an egg, the little chicky coming out of the egg and growing. I think they harvest them at. I believe this when they at the end of this movie at, when they harvest the chickens it, they were at like six pounds six or seven pound chickens and these chickens are so fucking big their hearts are popping their their hip bones are are shattering and they're having heart attacks and that's a normal thing like because he's got a guy helping him that he had to rent he rents these warehouses from a guy that does this for big big chicken you know, so he's got this other, this guy is out in Alabama and he's got, he's got these huge warehouses that are, you know, I don't know how many square feet, 20,000, 30,000, And he's got like, you know, he's got like, I don't know, 10 of them. And he, and he, he, what happens is that this is how big chicken works. The big chicken industry is that like, say Tyson chicken, I think I left that one out. So Tyson chicken, uh, says we're gonna send you we send you the eggs we send you the feed and you do everything you do everything else you got to do the the lighting you know you got to go in there and take care of them clean up clean them up do all this this and that everything else we'll give you the we'll give you the chicks and the uh, feed and we're gonna come collect and at the end of these it takes six it only takes six weeks to go from egg to fucking fat as fuck <laughs> and these motherf- and they get paid they're competing against other farmers in the area or around the country for um there's these certain thing categories that they all have to you know like there's the heaviest and what they say is the best chicken and it's so when they get the and, it, and you get paid accordingly and there's like a rank like there might be 11 11 farmers right 
and there's like there'll be like a a, a discrepancy of uh five thousand dollars between number one and like number eleven you know five thousand dollars per every six weeks because that's how fast the turnaround is to grow a chicken and harvest them so it's really the movies about exposing how they're you know they're they're able to fuck over the farmer by you know they send these guys out to do inspections and they'll they'll make them buy things that aren't like you don't need right now and that and it's a way to they're saying to keep them in debt so that they have to just be happy with the the lower amount of money that they're getting you know because where are they going to go i mean who else are you going to sell fucking you know what is it you're talking tens of thousands of chickens too i mean there's only five companies so if they're all together and they're all in cahoots where are you gonna go you can't just off you can't just dump ten thousand full-grown chickens somewhere you can't just what are you gonna do just you know set up a stand like a lemonade stand except it's chicken just sell chicken i mean so there, you know. So I, I love how he exposed it. You know, he exposes the and he and he goes and the and he uh he invites like the head uh the head guy Tom of the chicken uh big chicken. You know, it's like the chicken lobbyist in 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 uh New York. It was in New York or D.C. One of the two. And he tries to go there and invite him to the grand opening and. Of course, the guy says, you know, he's the secretary, says he's, uh, you know, he's in a meeting when obviously he's there. I got to like to see, yeah, let's see. So it's, and I think we all know that the farmers have been getting fucked over in America. And it's, you know, it just, it just shows you. It shows you exactly how they're getting fucked over, how that, you know, these big, big chicken companies, they send you the feed and maybe the feed's fucked up. Maybe they send you bad feed. It's everything is controlled. The farmers have the same settings. Everything's the same, like the same equipment, same everything. Right. So it's like if 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 they're sending you chicks and they, they send because they only want male the males just grow faster, no matter what. Even though they're they're they've been genetically, uh, however you want to look at, cloned. They're cloned and and bred. Like what he's talking about, it reminded me of like this slave story <laughs> when they were like breeding slaves to like have the biggest slave. <laughs> it reminded me of that because it's like they just breed the the biggest chickens together, and over years, you know, generations, decades, they've come to the point where they can grow a chicken from hatching the egg six weeks later you got a seven pound beast of a fucking chicken man these fucking chickens are ridiculous and one dies right in the middle of the motherfucker one of them dies and when they dies he you know morgan asked the the farmer that's helping him he goes uh you know is this normal and he's like yeah he's like that means that they're ready <laughs> they're ready to go when they start dropping a heart attacks and having other obese, their hearts pop, their hearts pop, and he and he's dead, and he takes them, he takes them to a vet and has them do a uh, autopsy on the chicken, you know, and he's going through and he's going, oh yeah, look at the hip bone is disconnected, it, it it broke from the weight, 
from the chicken's own weight. Man, you imagine what people look like that are that big? It's fucking insane. And you're like, no wonder we're all fucking fat. We're eating fat-ass birds. You want fatter birds? And I remember when they got bigger. I don't know if anybody remembers when Church's Chicken... Church's Chicken were the, were the first... They tried to, They tried everything because they were trying to compete with KFC and all the other big names, Popeyes and all these people. I remember Church's Chicken selling like three pieces of chicken and like a biscuit for like $1.99. And you could trade out the legs for a breast. Nobody does that, dude. Dude, try to do that at KFC. Go to KFC and order like a, a, a two-piece and try to trade out the, the, the drumsticks for breasts. They'll tell you, yeah, dude, you know, an extra dollar each or an extra dollar fifty. They're not going to just let you switch it out, dude. Churches, had they had the biggest the biggest pieces for a while, and then all of a sudden KFCs got bigger. And that was in like 99, around 99, 98, I remember. All of a sudden chicken got bigger around then. That was like a huge jump. You know, so it was just, it was just eye opening, man. It's a, it's a good watch, you know, and he, and, uh, but no, the, yeah, the vet goes, you know, he just, he just died. I mean, you just, this is normal. Like this is, this is normal for grows. This happens. This is a normal death for them. You know, the chicken's still good to eat and he's looking at it and it's huge. His breasts were huge. So then at the end. You know, he opens up the store and it's got all these writings on the wall telling the customers that, you know, uh, how big, uh, big chicken manipulates the words in the stores, you know, with the fried now being crispy chicken. And uh, we like to use the words like goodness and wholesome. Uh, we use, uh, you know, natural and you can use these words without proving anything. It's just you know, it's like false advertisement. They used to say, I don't know what happened to that. They just found ways around it. You know, back in the day, I remember as a kid, people would get sued for false advertisement if you lied on an advertisement. You know, but now these days, I guess, I don't know what happened. They got ways around it and they know the law and they can lie to the public or bend the truth, if you will. You know, they painted everything green. They used, you know, McDonald's changed their whole look. You know, they just change the outside of the fucking building. You know, they paint the turd, and then we keep eating there. <laughs> anyway, yep, supersize me too. Supersize my fat ass. I'm going to get a Popeye's chicken fucking extra Louisiana hot sauce. Peace to the world, skis, man. Thanks for listening. So my boy uh, Jack came over, Jack from the Cash uh, podcast, and he was uh, we were having some beers and whatnot. <laughs> and he's like, uh, you know, you got to see this Liberty Hound. Uh, you know, she's like a like a like a I guess she's a Trump supporter, you know, uh, or conservative or 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 just doesn't. You can't even tell unless they're wearing like Trump gear. I, I don't know these days of anything and I don't care. I really don't care. So like, you know, cause these people, the main thing is that the far, the, it's not even, I don't even know what it is, dude. It's these, it's the kids. It's like college kids that are fucking insane. They're fucking insane. Like I remember when I, when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid, I remember thinking that college kids were fucking smart and like, uh, we're going places and now like kids in college right now 
It's sad, man. It's fucking sad. I mean, they're they're so oh like not aware, and and it, they have this machine in their hand already that you can Google anything. You can just you Google it, and even though you don't know it, you feel like you know something. You know, you understand what I mean? You feel like you know, and 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 will stand on a platform and and be so confident in in something that you just read like you just skimmed over it and and you're so sure that you're right and you're willing they're willing to die you know on the hill so to speak like they're willing to die on something they have done no research I'm, and, and and it was like yeah i think it's ohio i'm gonna play i'm gonna play um i have it right here and i, and I want you guys to hear this girl i wish i could do video of uh, this episode, and I it's I think everybody should see it uh, a piece of it. I'm not gonna play. It's only gonna be like a couple of the kids, and uh, I'm trying to cue it up right now. And and she's at Ohio University, not Ohio State, but it's a I believe it's a state college, and and she was there to do trivia. For her, she's like a YouTuber. She's like a you, you know, she's a YouTuber. One of these kids that that's what they do. That's all they do. I mean, they might do more stuff. I'm saying they're getting fam- they're getting YouTube famous, right? And she travels there, and she's got this black sidekick guy that's like, uh, you know, he's just not. He's young dude too. They're both young. They might be. I don't even know if they are 18. But just listen, listen to this. Listen to what a college kid sounds like these days. Would you just walk up to somebody, call them a name, insinuate their character, and then not have any evidence? I feel you feel like you can go ahead and carry guns, and I feel like that you are racist. Well, give me evidence. I, you, just everything that you say. Like, give me one thing. Like, you just came on the, come on, a liberal can't be. Okay, you're black, you're an African American. Have I said anything racist? No. Well, no, not to me. <laughs> He's all with me 24 7. He lives four hours away from me. Four hours away from each other. There you are again, assuming things that you don't have evidence for. Halfway between the two, like where I live and where she lives. I just am having a hard time with your rhetoric and how you speak to people. Personally, I feel it's very divisive. And I feel like I would like to point out you have a problem with how I talk to people. I've been polite to every single person here today. And there's a crowd forming, talking about pooping my pants, telling me to leave, telling me I'm a bitch, calling me racist. Okay, hold on right here. All right. So this is this is like uh not even close to what it reaches. This is like 9 minutes in. All right, and she's there, she's doing some trivia. And she's like as far on this video, you know, before she starts to get mobbed by like it appears to be a thousand, you know, 500 to a thousand kids that are just I mean <laughs> and I hate watching these. I told Jack I don't like watching them cuz I get I I feel I get worked up. You know what I mean? I get I get worked up and think uh if that that was happening to me what I do. It's kind of like the same sometimes when I watch MMMA, MMMMA, I get fucking jacked up, dude. Like I'm ready to start swinging. And I and you can't I can't watch it at night. 
if I'm just like chilling, you know what I mean? Because I can't go to sleep. I'll just be fucking just jacked. And it's not like I'm mad at anybody. It's just, I don't know. That's how powerful, um, you know, the the media, TV, you know, anything you watch. And um, it's, it's, it's like the reason why you think you should know something or you think you know something and you don't know it. It's because you might have saw it on TV and you feel like you know it. But you don't, you know. And when you get older, you realize that. You have time to go, what? I really don't know that. Why am I going to fucking get all worked up over something I don't I don't know or or even care that much about it? You know, maybe I'm caring about it wrong. But anyway, okay. So you just heard that. And that's that's a, like a one compared to like what uh, occurs. And now this bit, this <laughs> this girl comes up and she's got headphones on, uh, like the full blown fucking, you know, cover your ears. And and uh, at first I thought it was cold, but it's her. She's deaf. <laughs> she's deaf. So listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this here. You get my right. Stop. Stop. It's right there. I'm talking to her. Don't be rude. I will be rude. There's no way that I can to you if the whole crowd is drowning you out. I can't hear that as well as I can hear someone else talking to me. If you have a question, I'd love to answer you. Yes. Yep, I can read. Go ahead and ask me your question. She's typing. She's typing. I can see what she's fine. I know. You're a racist. Wow. I wasted all my time. You're a racist. Very good. Smart. Yeah, so she typed in "you're racist" on her little screen, like she has a that the college probably you know gave her. Uh, you know, like uh, I would have put that little deaf bitch in her place. Like, thank. What, what do you think, bitch? You'd have been writing on a fucking chalkboard, hanging around your fucking neck. You know what I mean? And these kids think they got it so fucking bad, man. It's so bad. And white people just fucking get under my skin with their fucking self-loathing, self-hatred. It's just embarrassing, man. And it's, you know, and all these kids, these, these young men that are only technically men because they have, technically have testicles that they'll never use or so far in their life have never used their balls for anything. Anything. You know what I mean? These are the type of dudes that shave their arms. You know what I mean? They're not, and they say they're not gay, and, and they just shave their arms. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? What, what are you doing? What are we doing here? What the fuck is wrong with these people? You know. And I think a memo was sent out because these kids. It seems like they're just. Well, and I don't know. And this is I'm, again. I'm assuming that they have some sort of intelligence. I'm assuming that, and I, I should. I'm probably dead wrong right there for not taking my own advice and going. I really know nothing except that their faces and how everybody's communicating. Of course, they all have their phones out. There's a thousand phones in the air. And I think that they probably sent a memo around saying that there's this broad coming and she's a, uh, you know, a Trump supporter or at least doesn't knock Trump because all you have to do these days is just not say you. If you say you don't hate Trump, you might as well be um, a Nazi. It's what it's it's fucking ridiculous. And, and then they got these fucking retards, man, on, on these college campuses. And it used to be, you know, when I, if you go back 
and and YouTube like a college in the late 70s, early 80s. And just take a look at what a normal human American 18 to fucking 22-year-old, how they handled themselves. And then look at today and look at this video. It's called Leftist Riot Against Caitlin Bennett at Ohio University. And it's, it's like, who, who would hire these people if they even were going to get fucking jobs? If I seen any of these motherfuckers, I wouldn't fucking want them pumping gas for me. I wouldn't want the bitch fucking handing me my fucking chicken tenders at Walmart, man. You know? It fucking irks me, man. I'm worked. I'm like, I, I wanted to fucking punch the fucking TV, man. I want a roundhouse kick so many, and these dudes are like so many white knights are going on here, but, but you, they're not even getting thrown a slice of pussy, dude. It's fucking, it's disgusting. The state of American colleges is just fucking sad, man. It's fucking sad. I wanted to get, I'm going to, I'm just trying to find this, uh, how, how visceral. <laughs> How visceral, you know, this is from one, one girl. She's not even carrying, um, a gun on her or like, uh, and these people, and you think, right, you go, well, it is Ohio. Listen, when I was young and I moved to, um, my mom moved us from, uh, she got a boyfriend, this fucking biker dude, Jay, <coughs> I guess rest in peace to Jay. I had to forgive him for what he did or how I viewed him when I was a kid. You know, he did my brother right. But anyway, he took us to his small town of, it was called uh, Princeton, Illinois. And you think you've heard of Princeton, but you, you haven't. In your head, you go, Princeton, Illinois. I think there's a college there. There is not a college there. There's nothing there. It's a corn, It's in the middle of corn fields. Um, it's a small, you know, like, I think there was like maybe two or three, four lights, stoplights. And it's considered the biggest town around, you know, I think there was like, it was under 10,000, but it's isolated. Like there's nothing for an hour. It took an hour to get to Peoria where Richard Pryor grew up in a whorehouse out there. There was a mall. In Peoria, Illinois, it took about an hour. And I used to, we used to stop there when my mom was getting methadone. She had to drive far to get her methadone and get her pills, get her uh, clonopin and you know her her seizure medication. Yeah, you're having seizures because you're you're going through withdrawals withdrawals there, ma. You know, so it's um. But we would when I went to from California, Southern California schools, you know, Escondido, North County, you know, even the high desert. Uh, I lived there for a second and in Vegas, in Las Vegas, where I was born, it was, we go there and there's kids. It's normal. Like as far as like, uh, outdoors life, they call it or whatever, you know, it's not called outdoors life. It's their life. It's their way of life. Like people that like to go hunting, they live around a ton of wildlife fishing. You know, these people aren't, aren't, they're good people. They're fucking, you know, but, but imagine what happened is that way of life is slowly going away. 
or and people will want to get back to it. That's the good part. It's the fact that it's because of the internet that they see now what's going on every day anywhere in the world. You can see what's going on. And and these people prey on it. The media, you know, big businesses, they prey and they put their dollars in that to make sure that the little the the, the high schoolers in Princeton, Illinois now want to mimic and be like Los Angeles or Miami or New York or, you know, any other city, big city for that matter, and get rid and therefore buying into big business, look the same, wear the same clothes, buy this music. You got to know everything. You know, it's like you feel like you have to know everything that's going on in pop culture and adhere to it. You have to bow down and people, they'll insult you and you feel like you have to follow these people. You have to like everything this person says or you're this or you can't like this person. They are banking on that. And it's like, but anyway, these people had guns in their trucks like they had them. You know what I mean? They had it was normal rifles in the rifles in their trucks that they parked on school property, you know? They weren't, they didn't have like six shooters on their hips, but they were in there. And I, I can't remember anybody ever, you know, somebody flipping out, you know, maybe there might've been a suicide. Like, you know what I mean? That was like what you might hear about, like in a small town where everybody has a gun. Sure. But like how many suicides do you hear about in your neck of the woods in Los Angeles or Inland Empire where I live, San Marino County? I hear about them all the time and guns are, it's, it's, it's difficult to get a gun here. It's difficult to get a gun here. You And you would think with all the felons that they're pumping out of this state and they have a fucking, their prison is a, is a, it's so funny to me, man. And I, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked right now, but how the fucking prison, prisons are Jim Crow law. I mean, but they instituted themselves. The prisoners instituted their own like Jim Crow laws for everybody though. It's for everybody, which is, I don't know if anybody's not aware of this. It's incredible. It's an incredible study. It interests me so much, dude. Where where if if I was to get in, if I was to get a DUI and uh or God forbid I I uh you know or let's just start here. Let me just say I went to a bar. This is realistic. I go to a bar, somebody's popping off at the lip, right? They fucking push me. I I I hit him in the fucking head with the bottle. You know what I mean? He goes unconscious, maybe he hits his head, he's in a he's in a you know what I mean? He's in a coma for a day or two, but he lives. They take me there and I have to fucking, you have to fucking strip. Then they say, it, it's not like what gang, they might ask you what gang you're in, but it's all racially segregated. White, black, Mexican, other. And it's like that. Like you can't talk to other races. You, you, you can't touch anything after that race. It's incredible. It's incredible. <clears throat> you know, and that shit ain't changing. Well, that's it, you guys. Episode number 60. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I apologize again for the audio in the past couple, man. I, it's something new I'm trying, so I, you know, this is all trial and error. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just trying to uh, entertain you guys, and some of them are falling, some of them fall short. Listen, 90% of them fall short, but I, I, uh, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for rocking with me. Episode number 60. Shout out to everybody on the gram. Shout out to uh, the doctors at Loma Linda helping me with my boy and uh, my wife and the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, you know what? 
and for inspiration. I'd like to thank Allah. Fuck that bullshit. I think good old-fashioned American Jesus. America, motherfuckers. Get a goddamn bar. I'll see you next week. I'm out. Absolutely. <laughs> Scumbag! I'll find where you live and burn your house down, you piece of shit! For keeping the ice cubes cold. The Irishman is here to take all your kiddies' money. <laughs> We're about ready then, aren't you? We're your friends. We're not like the others, man. Really? No more of that. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I ain't through with you by damn sight. I'ma get medieval on your ass. Yeah.